get notifications, and stay updated every time I post a challenge podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Thank you all, and hope you enjoy. So my guest joining me today, she's from the Real World Skeletons, Violetta. Thank you for joining me. I was just eating ice. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I was just eating ice when you were introducing me. So I was like, oh, okay. This is how it's going to start. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Funny story, people. We uh, shot like the first five minutes of this and I wasn't recording it. So this is, uh, you know, take two. But to, uh, you know, basically allude to what I said to her at the beginning of this was I am so glad that I was able to nail that intro because as you guys remember when I had her on like about a month ago, we had talked like right before that about, oh, yeah, you're a real world season with skeletons. And then I ended up saying uh, explosion because that was the season before. So I'm glad I was able to, uh, you know, get this one good. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like skeletons, once you mess it up one first time, you won't mess it up the second. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it got like a little, uh, you know, funny with like, because there was like that like three season stretch or something like that when it was like all of the, uh, they started doing like the gimmicky, you know, name seasons. It was usually just like cities and then it went like, you know, explosion, skeletons. And then like, I think it was, um, they had like, Bad blood, go big or go home, and that. So, I thought that was the challenge. Well, no, the challenges have themes too, but yeah, they they had uh, themes for uh, the real world seasons toward the end of them too. Fun fact: that's the challenge that I got casted for, and the person that was my person pulled out, and because they thought someone else was playing with them, and that was the last time that I was supposed to be on the challenge. Wow, rivals then. Yeah. Wow. So that that what year was that? Because that might have been uh af- okay. So that had to be like that might have been yeah. That had to have been Rivals three with Bruno. Yeah. That no, it wasn't with Bruno because Bruno was supposed to be in it and I was supposed to be his partner. And Bruno yes. was out. Right. So you and Bruno were supposed to be partners then. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So that's uh definitely something that uh you know fans would I uh, like to see because I know they wanted me to ask like what was the whole deal with that so um you... with what with the challenge yeah were you uh called for anything besides that season no I was actually called for almost every I was called for almost every season until the past two years and that's because the last season I was on um I like Last season I was on. Last time I was, I was uh, asked to be on the season. I took a psych evaluation, and after I didn't get on the season, I wanted to get my like results because I mean they they test you for like four hours. I was like, I want to know how crazy I am, and they wouldn't give me my because the way they make you sign your name is they have you sign MTV, and they and MTV owns the rights to that name. So when I got like my lawyer and my therapist involved in it because like I wanted to know what they wrote about me. It kind of like blacklisted me from being on a challenge. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so because I I I want the thing is they want people that they can easily manipulate that they can like have play into their character and I just am not one of those people that's going to sit back and be like, oh, you want me to act like I'm crazy on television that my parents watch? Sure, like fuck out of here. So do you feel like if that didn't blacklist you, you would have um, ended up doing a challenge? Yeah, I mean, I would still do it now. The problem is, is 
in the beginning when I was like 24, 25 and like the past like three years, I got asked to do X on the beach, Treasure Island or Love Island. I mean, um, there was like three other shows that were like very minor and mainly dating shows. And I just wasn't comfortable in doing that just because that's not the character I am. Like that's not who I am. So I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable being on these shows. And I was like, I'm not going to be a sellout. And I was seeing someone. So I was like, I'm not going to date someone and go on these shows and pretend that I'm interested in, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to be that cliche. So I kind of regret it because I kind of do wish I did do some of the shows just because um, it was an opportunity. But at the same time, I'm happy I didn't because I did stay true to myself and I don't feel like I was a, a complete sellout. So mm -hmm. it is. Right. But I do have an under good authority that a show that you did do that wasn't the real world of the challenge was Breaking Amish. So can you talk to me a little bit about that and tell our audience uh, what that is or your time there? Yeah, so Kate and I are still really good friends. She's a really great girl. Um, we follow each other still on social media. Super talented, great designer, really, really awesome girl. Um, that show is complete bullshit. Like, it's she's not a lesbian she never kissed me the uh, whoever was there told us to hold up the hat to make it look like we kissed but there was like absolutely nothing that was like if anything her and i just became really good friends it's funny because they renamed the actual show after the dress i wore on that episode which was red and they wrote devil in the red dress or devil who wears red i don't know one of the two i can't remember but it was super funny because um that's just like not if you know Kate, she's just this like really respectful young woman and it's just just such a different part of her life and such a different part of my life that I I forget that I even did it. Like it, it's it's so funny because it's like what? <laughs> like why, what? Right. So, you know, what about your process for the real world and how did uh breaking Amish uh did that play a part in um you getting casted for the real world actually it didn't play any parts in the casting part it did definitely play my part in being on a show in terms of whether or not I said yes but I I applied for the real world when I was 20 and 21 and it didn't go through and there's a girl that followed me on Facebook and she started sending my content to this producer because she thought it was super funny. And I actually am the one of the, I, I assume I'm one of the only real world people that didn't do a video, didn't do an entry uh, video, didn't, I didn't audition for my season. They found me through social media and they're like, this girl's fucking funny. And I was just like, you guys are dumb. Like, and I'm 23 or 24 at the time. And I remember like they f were flying me out to LA and I just like was so drunk I couldn't get through the airport. And I just like called them out. I was like, I missed my flight. And the lady was like, sit there, I'm getting you on the next flight. Are you kidding me? Like, and I was just like, all right, whatever, fuck you guys. And I um, ended up getting on the flight. And when I went there, I stayed in the hotel that actually is from my favorite movie. It's called True Romance, the hotel that gets shot up in the movie is the hotel I stayed in and I was just like there's no way I can't do this show like this is just like this is a sign but it was funny because I don't know um if I ever watched the real world which I never had before my season I don't think I would have ever done the show 
I I just I know who I am and I know what I'm comfortable with and I just feel like I feel like it it's not what my they didn't portray everyone as correct as they should have like they didn't at all mm -hmm. so you feel like if um you know you watched beforehand there would have been still no difference we would have gotten the same uh violetta that we saw on skeletons oh i wasn't i the whole entire show i didn't have a character and that's a, the reason that it was so raw is because i feel like people who watch the show before being on it they like think they, they kind of subconsciously play into a character and I've always been myself and I never watched the season or I've never even watched the challenge. Like, because if I get on a show, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be myself. And if I don't have anything to base that opinion on, then I can't ever lie about that. Mm -hmm. So what about, um, you know, the location? You guys are, you know, going to Chicago to live there. Do you have like a preference or were you, uh, you know, okay with uh, where you guys are staying? Before I, before, it was so funny, when I got casted, the first thing I said was, it better not be fucking Chicago. Because I don't know why I had this, like, position no. to hate that city. And I was just like, I fucking hate Chicago. I've never been there. I was like, that place sucks. And I ended up moving to Chicago, like, multiple times in the past couple of years. I, my my ex-boyfriend of the past, like, year is from Chicago. Like, <laughs> Chicago is my home. Like, I love it. If it was any warmer, I would stay there. But, like... Um, if I had a preference for anywhere, yeah, I would take, like, Barcelona, like, Tokyo, I don't know, like, Tulum, <laughs> like, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere else. Those are all broad places, you know? Like, um, yeah, those are all, like, broad locations, you know? Usually they keep it for the real world within the state, but, um, you know, that definitely would have been, like, you know, interesting to see. Like, you know, imagine, like, a Tokyo season of, like, the real world. Uh, if MTV takes that idea and doesn't put me on, I'm gonna be real upset. <laughs> wow, you might you might have to get them for uh, copyright or trademarking because you're the first to uh, pitch the idea here. So, <laughs> yeah, they're, all of a sudden they'll have a little, they'll have a little dedication on the corner. Thanks, Vo. <laughs> I was like, well, what was your thought? What was your thoughts on the skeletons twist? Um. I, I honestly think that um, some of the characters on it could have gotten better representation. I think Jason's story was better than everyone else's. Um, I definitely thought mm, Tony's was pretty good. Uh, I didn't think Madison's was that good. I mean, it was awesome. I'm still friends with like Rachel her or her sister like i think she's really great i just think that like in terms of whose storyline should have gotten more airtime and which one i thought was the best i think jason in my opinion mm -hmm. now what about what the car fight with bruno when like he what about the uh whole car fight with bruno when he kind of flipped out at all you guys and i think he didn't he call you sylvia by accident yeah we're the same person <laughs> So talk to me about that and um, what. I mean, I couldn't, I could honestly not tell you anything about it because when you guys saw it on television is like basically the first time I saw it too. Like that wasn't me, that was me drunk. So it's like, I can't, e I couldn't even tell you what happened because I don't even remember. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like 
we were all really drunk. Like there was like no point where like we were sober and that was happening. Like that was a hundred percent intoxication. Mm-hmm. So obviously you and Madison kind of butted heads a little bit like on that season. Where do you feel like, um, you know, that kind of stemmed from and where do like you uh, stand with her now? Um, I think it stems from the fact that I just don't like people who get um, handouts due to the fact of, I just don't like deceitful people. I don't like anyone that can't be honest. Like, if you want to, if you want to do this, then do it, but don't like hide it. I don't like people who hide things. And that's the relationship that I didn't like with Madison is Madison would say certain things and she would be caught up in her like i felt like she lied so much that she caught up in her own lie like i remember she used to tell all of us that she was allergic to mustard and if she ate mustard like she would get sick and she would like eat like i remember one time she was eating something that i had and like i like drenched my food in mustard like i love mustard and she ate it and i was like don't eat that like you're gonna you're gonna get sick and she was like what and i was like that has mustard in it and she's like oh and then just like continued eating it and i was just like you told everyone here you're allergic to mustard are you allergic or you just not like it it's like little shit like that um where do her and i stand now um we haven't spoke actually uh we talked like one time or a couple of times after the show and we were like pretty friendly and we're like good and like everything was really nice and we were vibing out and um i was working for this uh, cosmetic surgeon and i sent her some like creams to like promote on her instagram because she has a higher following than i do and she just like took them and never responded like ghosted me and i was just like that's kind of a shitty thing to do to someone that you're friends with that like so um in terms of that i just am not like I'm not, not, I'm just not, I'm just kind of like not about it. Like she would be someone I wouldn't necessarily like go out of my way to ever talk to again. Wow. So since we're on the topic of talking, who from like your roommates do you uh, still keep in contact with, if any? I, well, I'm pretty good friends with everyone actually. Um, I like, I mean, everyone, Bruno and I actually just talked yesterday. yeah that's like we haven't talked in a while and him and i have communicated on and off for the past like couple months or a couple years and then um he him and jason are actually gonna come down here and visit me in a couple weeks hopefully so i still talk to sylvia um tony and i are so really good friends actually tony's best one of his best friends in new orleans is my best guy friend like i met him through tony we still be we became like super close his name's mark and um, his roommate Carl and Ryan, and they're all friends with Tony. And I'm just like, uh, like we're still like really good homies. Eric, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, you never did a challenge, and uh, Madison and Jason didn't. But Tony was kind of like a central figure for a while in the challenge. You know, Nicole Barr on both was like a central figure and like a storyline in one of the seasons he did. Did you watch any of your roommates on the challenge? No. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did they ever like bring it up to you or talk to you about it? No. That's interesting. I that's not that's not the kind of relationship we have. Like it would, I I don't they know that I'm not hungry for that and I and I know that they're not hungry for me. Like 
when you do shit like that and every single person asks you every single day like how was this how was that how did it feel to do this you get to the point where it's nice to be around someone that doesn't ask and i like did i ask if they like if i when i talked to sylvia after she did it yeah i asked if she liked it and she said yes and that's awesome like that's great like but i didn't dig into it So now, like, what have you been up to since, you know, what have you been up to since we've last seen you on TV? Um, well, I did real, I took my real estate. Um, I've been working, I've been working in hospitality still. Uh, I bought a house. I just honestly, these last couple of years, I've just been like traveling a lot. And I, um, I was in and out of a really serious relationship. So I was, so finally in the past couple of months, I've like decided that I'm not, doing any more relationships and I'm just like going to focus on myself and furthering my career and uh, most recently I thought about it I would like to do something more in entertainment so I'm reaching out to the leads that I still have with my friends and like we'll, we'll see if there's something in the future mm-hmm. so now real world kind of fizzled out like they kind of just dropped the franchise I, I know they like most recently like last year tried some like you know reboot like on Facebook watch that didn't do well uh, why do you feel like the real world kind of fizzled out? Because the real world wasn't the real world anymore. The real world was this like drama filled, chaotic, like, uh, look at me, this is what I'm going to do to be on camera. When in reality, it used to be like, it wasn't the first real world, like the editor of a magazine and like young professionals, like, and now it's like, oh, let's see how many dicks I can get in a month. Like, it's just it's not i think it kind of lost its appeal because it was no longer real it just felt like another like housewife tv show and that sucks because i mean the experience is phenomenal i think that if you're if they reboot it again they have to like have the people using their cell phones they have to have people using social media they have to have all because I guess like the season after mine or two seasons after mine, they were able to do that. And I was just like, that's insane. Cause I didn't use my phone or use social media for three months. And that, and that caught, and that caused a lot of the drama, like intention in the house. Cause you're constantly with these people. I think that they should like, if they were to rebrand it, they should do it where like actual real people are on there. They're not like there's one token gay person and one token black person. Like there needs to be like, real people real backgrounds real stories real generations like not just four white people and two colored people or three colored people it's like fucking bullshit mm-hmm. so now did any opportunities like present themselves from you doing these shows or like were safer you're like just like you get noticed by someone like on the street rp um so did any opportunities like present themselves for you after doing in the show or like say for example you know you're on the streets and then some yeah you're like oh you're violetta from here like did that ever happen yeah it's really funny um if anyone's ever like oh are you from the real world i'm like no i'm like that girl fucking sucks <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> just like girl i'm like yeah that girl sucks i get that all the time and i'll like go on with my day <laughs> oh my god i'm just a little troll i just don't care enough that's so if, funny. If you're genuinely excited, then I'll like it. I'll interact. But if it's just like, ooh, I'm like, mm, I, I already lived those years. I don't need to do it again. Mm-hmm. So now, like, this is a very big topic, like, especially, um, you know, as of late. Um, 
you know, people have had like, like gripes with like MTV and their decisions on like casting certain individuals or like holding people accountable or stuff. Like, what's your feeling on how MTV uh, handles, um, you know, rape, you know, gender, sexism, and like people of, um, you know, that nature? I think MTV is not really good about it. Um, one of the reasons being, like, for example, my season. Jason 100% had the best storyline, 100% was one of the most entertaining people to watch, even for myself, and he had one hundredth or one, like, he had almost no airtime. It was ridiculous. And the airtime they put on for him was never, like, positive. They made him into this, like, crazy guy, and it, and he wasn't. It, Jason's the guy that you talk to when you had a bad day. Jason was, like, calm. He was collective. He was intelligent. He was stylish is is stylish and um i'm not gonna say who but like i'm from c i'm from sarasota so the tv show siesta keys here and i know a lot of the cast and um i'm i'm familiar with some of them and there that's a whole another conversation but like i think that everyone needs the comp if you catch one person doing something wrong then everyone gets in trouble for it. Not just, oh, because this person is less popular than the other person, then you shouldn't say anything. Like, if you catch someone acting racist, if you catch someone that has um, negative things to say, if you catch someone that doesn't support, like, the growth of other, another individual, then you are the problem. And, like, I think the problem with MTV is they're, they're putting on these shows that are, like, all about fucking your ex-boyfriend and get in doing this when in reality they should be like okay how did this person help this person how how can we make a tv show that is both educational and entertaining and and um i think that's the problem with like mtv right now is because it's just like they're tr they're trying to live off the coattails of like a few of their black castmates but they're not even casting that many black people they're not casting trans people they're not casting gays they're not or if they are casting gays it's oh like it's a sexy gay like oh you know it's a lipstick like it's a lipstick gay no like you need to have all types of people to make it like a good show about anything and um i'm i'm a huge supporter of black lives i'm a huge supporter of black lives matter i think that everyone should sign the petition i think everyone should speak up when they see injustice um i don't i do not believe that anyone in this world doesn't need help and I think the way that MTV could definitely change is instead of sitting here and being like, let me put it this way. That whole thing that happened with Alex where he got in trouble for um, using the N-word and, you know, got kicked off Siesta Key and they edited, they fucking knew about that for years. So why is it all of a sudden now it's a problem? You can't just not, not just because right now it's in the news does not make it a pro not a problem a year or two years ago when it happened. The kid got caught for dragging a shark behind a ship. And like, that wasn't a big deal. That's the problem is MTV keeps using toxic people and they're, they're upset that other, they're upset that it's not getting them ratings. Or the problem is, is maybe it is getting them ratings. I don't know. It's just, if I ever did MTV again, I would definitely do it just because of the money i would never do it because i was like oh i believe in mtv mm -hmm. do you feel like men are you know 
you're not held to the same standard as women on the show? Oh, not at all. If um, if you are a dude and you have sex with a chick on the show, then you're the fucking man and you can fuck as many chicks as you want and you're you're the dopest and high five, like fist bump. But if you're a chick and you do that, all of a sudden you're a whore and your parents should be ashamed of you. And not only that, they don't accept, they it's, it's ill ma- male masculinity. They convince you that you have to be the strong buff dude and you can't hug your bro because that's gay. No, like they, they don't want you to cry because that's, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. Like everyone, if you, you can't have a show, you can't have a TV, uh, like network like that. And I think there is a double standard because if I was a guy, I think I would have gotten on more challenges and I think I would have gotten on more, I've had, would have had more opportunity to do more shows for MTV than because I'm a woman, because I'm not willing to have sex on television. I'm not willing to exploit my ex-boyfriend because of a TV show, because I have respect for my exes, then I have, then MTV doesn't need me. But if I was a dude and I was fucking chicks and I didn't mind making my ex look like an asshole on television, then I would have more airtime. Right. Well, I appreciate you coming on here today and uh, talking with me. And I think the fans of the show will uh, really enjoy this. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye.